And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. up you can talk okay we have some back in black playing here this is what you listen to when you're driving around <laughs> no but when i was a kid i certainly did that and like highway to hell then there was some judas priest crap i still like priest it was shocking when he came out of the closet really you didn't think that was shocking he did a song called hell bent for leather I mean, no i was the least shocking thing that's ever happened judas priest Rob Halford is a guy. The no, guy. No, no, Rob Halford, the singer. Uh, yeah, uh, you know that was a you know it was a little bit of a shock in the, when we found this out. I, I was not shocked. I remember you were more attuned to this. Hell than I bent am. for leather. I mean, what, what did you guys ever think? Led Zeppelin was a guy. I did just when I was little. No, I thought his name was Led. No, but my dad told me early <laughs> on what the name meant. What does it mean? It's just, you know, the, it's the who was it? It was like Jimmy Page told somebody that he's going to form a band with these session musicians and this young guy, Robert Plant. Uh-huh. And whoever he was telling says, oh, it's going to go down like a lead balloon or a lead Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, yeah. Yeah. And then wow. they dropped the A for some reason. Because they're cool. I mean. Because they're cool, man. <laughs> well, I guess you could think it was lead Zeppelin, you know, so it's got to be lead yeah, that's right. We'll just we'll just remove the A. <laughs> It'll be lead. Sorry, we're boring Zuckerman over here. So much of the musician <laughs> shtick is really stupid. It's, course, it is uh, why I left Berkeley College of Music. I was just looking around and go, I can't be around this. I can't be a part of this. But I love music so much. But I just that stuff, the outfits. The low slung uh, Robert Plant pants and the bell pants. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I always wondered, like, <clears throat> yeah, I know you can look like that when you're on stage, but when you're walking around in real life in the supermarket or you're in the gym, you're going to look ridiculous. That, that's the problem. That's it's, the it's problem. Like you've seen those like those little TikToks of like goth guys going to Burger King. <laughs> you know? It's like you just you got to live your life. Yeah, I, I couldn't keep up the persona. Right. Right. Even the tough guy persona is. Like, how do you keep that going? I don't know. And I, I would the, see that that Nine Inch Nails guy. I'd see him in the Equinox, Reznor, West Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he, you know, it's like, and he'd walk in, and he'd have black uh, shirt, black shorts with black socks and black shoes <laughs> and black hair to work out. And you're like, uh, at least not, he didn't have starch on his face. I would say it's not working. It's not working. You, my, you're trying to look like a rocker, but you should really just work out here and not care about it. Yeah, one of my buddies was in this band called Razzmatazz, which was like at the tail end of Poison, like right, right, like a week before Razzmatazz. Nirvana killed. Yeah, that <laughs> was the play before, I was in. I was talking about last week, Razzmatazz. Yeah, we a week go. before like Nirvana killed Glam Rock Dead, but like he was committed. He had to have the long hair and like the spandex right. outfits. And then you get the group and the Big Lebowski, the Nihilists <laughs> ordering apple pancakes, right? Because <laughs> yeah. that's that's, that's the send up. Yeah. Right? Like these people, they're so hard, but they want apple pancakes. No, no, lingonberry. Lingonberry yeah, pancakes. pancakes. <laughs> anyway, Lieberman. Yes. Um, we have a lot to talk. You're like our guest today. We have a lot to talk to you about. <laughs> you, you came in in a Rivian, but you were also just up at Pike's Peak. And why don't we back start tomorrow? Wow. All right. Well, why don't we start there? What What was going up at Pike? What going on there? You were. Yeah. So the what the, the, what were you doing? I was practicing, practicing, practicing. And what does that mean? Well, because uh, I, even I couldn't follow it. So right. are you up there? Okay, for like the day, three days, three, three days, three full days. No, you, well, okay. So do you understand the question? Though? I, I I get the question. Just, <laughs> can I, just, can I the, answer the, you? No, you're jumping in a lot. I Here's am. the question: <laughs> Can you just lay out in a simple way? Because sometimes you 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 talk to us like we know already more than we think we know. Okay, we don't know anything. All right, you ready? I know we basically Zuckerman knows the exact layout of the track. I think better than anybody. The listeners just want to know you're up there for the full day. No, okay, 
Okay. Take us through in a simple way. Okay. It's a public road. You pay $15 to go to the top. Wow. Okay. okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> Over a half a million people drive to the top of Pikes Peak a year. That's a lot of revenue. So they don't want to shut the that revenue stream down. So your practice days are you get to the Porsche dealer at 3 a.m., you leave at 3.15, you get to the gate at Pikes Peak, uh, the toll plaza, at about 3.40 in the morning. At 4, they let you start rolling in. Uh, you get your pit set up by 4.30. Cars, You're popping a lot of peas. Just lower that mic there. Cars come out but of can the... Can I ask you a question? When you say cars, is it like anybody's can drive their car up there, or is it all racers? It's right? all racers. Everybody it's all racers. signed up okay. for the practice weekend. So, so the 15 bucks... Is that's for the day or for every 15 run. Fifteen bucks is at nine a.m. If you if the Ferristines want to drive to the top of Pikes Peak in a race car, no, in oh. your in your street car. I paid okay. three thousand dollars for the weekend to practice. Okay, yeah, that's what a lot of the sponsorship money went to. <clears throat> okay, four forty-five a.m. You start getting dressed in your race suit. Drivers meeting around then. By five, you're strapped in your race car. Can uh, I ask you what is going on in this drivers meeting? Oh, they say stuff like there's. Uh, Bowling ball sized boulders we saw this morning up at mile 16. Also, they released 15 bears into the park uh, this season. So keep your eyes out for that. And Joey saw a moose, you know. And then, You're serious. Is that, oh, that was, did they say those things to you? That was the first driver's meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, where, this, did you ask where the bears came from no, and yeah. why? And who? how did they get traveled up there? Was this part of the race? I should also say, if you hit a bear, do you get extra points? No, you get no points. But but I should also say, did they know, ask you if you were a bear? Yes. <laughs> and at, so at ninety, the, the the first day we ran the bottom third. You yes. Only, you only break the you, you only you break the mountain up into thirds. You only run the whole thing on race day itself. So no, you never get to practice the entire run. Now why is that? It's just you couldn't do it. It would just take too long. And so 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 we wait. What would take too long? It's obviously it's fifteen miles. It doesn't take 12, too 12 long. Twelve miles. It's twelve, but yeah. it doesn't take too long. You mean it's too long because to you, learn? No. No, it would because let's say there's um, 40 people practicing. So you'd send one car, you'd wait two minutes, you'd send another car, you'd wait two minutes, 40 times. So to do the whole thing, you'd get very few runs in before we're off the mountain at you're, they shut you down at 830 and you're packed up and leaving, going down past the tourists going up at 9 a.m. So it's, it's a very intensive thing. So you do. I got five runs of the bottom section on the first morning. Six of the middle on the second, and then six of the third on the on the last day of the upper section. And is there's no one in the car with you? No. There's so no, there's Zort is seat. there. How is he there in an advisory way if he can't see you for the entire section, right? Or is he just saying, here's what I think? Or are you guys looking at track maps? There's no maps. Uh, Zwart is the coach for the for the class, and he's also practicing with his own car. So he had his 935 there. Um, you know, he'll say, he'll give you some advice, like on this one, look out for this. We'll look, you know, the, the apex is late. It's at that rock. Um, so he knows all the turns in 12 miles. Yeah. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is his 20th year, 21st year running it. And he's, you know, he's won several times. Was it, is it mostly straight? No, it's 156 corners in 12 miles. Right. Yeah. So that's a lot of information being relayed to you. How do you? Yeah. How do you learn 156 corners? Oh, it takes a, it takes a long time. I, I mean, I, I learned it on a simulator. Um, but what would also happen? So we're done at nine, and then like at ten, um, we get into Jeff had a, a Taycan that Porsche gave him, and like three of us get in with him, and we drive slowly up at tourist pace, and he just points stuff out for the next day. So like we we ran the bottom section. And then after that, we got a tour of the, the middle section. And he's like, you know, here, here's what I do. You want to be in this gear, probably look out for this. There's, there's water that flows over the road right here. He knows every turn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not only does he know every turn, he's like, that pile of rocks sitting in the, the drainage ditch, that's been there for four years. So you can count on that still being there. <laughs> and like, that's your apex, which you can't look at while you're driving. You just have to sort of know how to get to it. It's insane. You know, when Chris Harris uh, said and wished you well and said, uh, you know, he's got to be careful up there. There can be ice. There oh, can yeah. Be, have you seen that stuff? Is he right? We had wonderful weather, but I mean, at one point in the middle section, and again, the elevation is so extreme that your brain is like, it, it's, it's like, 
up at the top, it's like you're constantly, you know, you wake up from a dream and there's like an image that just leaps out of your head and you, you, you want to reach it, but it's gone. No, like <laughs> no, that's called schizophrenia, but go, go, go ahead. But anyway, yeah, we don't know. Um, that. We don't know. This. You, you bring, you, you can't really hold thoughts. It's crazy. Cause it's just such severe. Our soul thoughts just fine. But okay. no, you not can't, at 14,000 feet. I see. You can like a sieve. <clears throat> so what is, so what is the goal here? The goal is aside to from not uh, is to finish. To finish are there that the many race. crashes in no, reality? No, it doesn't seem like there are. Well, I mean, look, there will be crashes on race day. Uh, we had a very clean practice session, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going back for the second practice session where things tend to get you know turned up hotter and hotter. When as is we that? Tomorrow. I leave tomorrow. The first one, so it's Sunday. The first one's on Tuesday. We have a. And we, so what? What is uh, considered a win here? The best time. In your oh, class. Well, I mean, Travis Pastrana did a 1034. I will be nowhere near that. How many different classes? I was looking at the lineup and I, I couldn't quite figure it out. different classes. And I, you're in the... I'm in the Porsche 718 Cayman GT4 Club Sport Cup presented by Yokohama class. Okay. Yeah. And there are six cars there's Six there? cars. There's three rookies. The sad part for me is one of the rookies, uh, she is killing me. She also, her last name happens to be Unser. Yeah. Uh, really? Lonnie Unser. She's really good. She's really, you know, her family first <clears throat> ran up Pikes Peak in 1926. Mm-hmm. And um, she's, she's really, it's really humbling. She's, cause she's, she's just going for it. You know what I mean? Like I'm like trying to self preservation. Is she a young Unser or an old? Yeah. Unser? She's probably mid twenties. <clears throat> really? Yeah. But she's a pro racer. Yeah, and she's, she's clocking you. Yeah, she's the granddaughter of of Al Senior, I believe. Or mm-hmm. great, or great, she could even be great granddaughter. I got to look it up. Wow. Um, but you know, for me, for me, is finishing, and everyone's it, so. What Zwartz stressed was what he wants to see is every session you go quicker than the one you did before. Mm-hmm. And I did that for every single run. So every single run I did, no matter the section, I was quicker than the run before. So that was good. And then a guy from Porsche Motorsports North America, Eric Skirman, said, hey, I looked at your times. And that's what, that's what you know, we, we can analyze the times. He's like, you are where the people in your class who aren't rookies, you're where they were when they were rookies. So I'm running okay. I'm running okay. But the, the goal is to finish. You th- how do you think you're going to do? I think I'll finish. Do you think you're going to place? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be one out of six. You know, I'll be, I, no, I don't think I'll podium. I think how, how is the head being received, the Zuckerman head? Oh, it's legendary. It's every, everyone loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Are you gonna? Is there a crowd there? Is there an audience? There? Huge crowd. There's a thing called Fan Fest Friday night before the race, mm-hmm. and I've got 250 Zuckerman head stickers uh, <laughs> that were mailed to the Porsche Colorado Springs that we uh-huh. give out at Fan Fest. Do you wear your your race outfit? For fan fest, I don't think so. Why not? It's got the hat on it. My race Did- outfit's really uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like I screwed up and I got an Italian one, so I gave him my measurement. I look like a blue sausage. It's awful. By the way, <laughs> Scott so Dixon tight. reached out to me and said he would like a Zuckerman head for his helmet. I mean, do racing think, this summer. So. I, I think if he wins the Indy 500, <laughs> wearing Zuckerman head, that's hilarious. <clears throat> We've arrived, boys. We've I said arrived. Johnny's got exclusive rights until this race, and then we'll talk to you, uh, race boy. Yeah, but first it's Johnny. You know yeah. we all love the internet, right? Uh, we love it so much we knowingly take risks every day while doing little to protect ourselves online. You should see uh, Lieberman's history. We do this because most security tools are complicated, expensive, or just plain bad. It's easier to use the same password over and over again, or to convince yourselves that no one would ever want to hack our email addresses. Well, we're excited to tell you about our new sponsor. Aura. Aura is a digital safety service built for modern threats. It's an all-in-one solution that monitors and protects your identity, finances, and devices, and more from digital misfits like the ones that hacked Zuckerman. Remember that, Zuckerman? Oh, boy. <laughs> Alpha Cat. <laughs> what does Alpha Cat mean? Alpha Cat was the, was the hack, hacker mafia that tried to hack Wow, me. and you're just giving them a plug. <laughs> Look at that. They've been put out of business by the NSA. <laughs> yeah, and they have a new They're name. They're gone. <laughs> send, send them a Zuckerman sticker. Yeah. Delta Dog is our new. It's not they never go out of business, Zuckerman. They just oh. move on. 
Aura is on a mission to keep the creator safer internet. And for Aura, that not only means creating the best security tools, it means making it so easy that you can actually use it, easily keep your passwords safe and secure, like automatically updating vulnerable passwords on select sites. Keep your connection private on public Wi-Fi with one click encryption. Now for a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners a 14-day trial plus a check of your data to see if you have already been part of a data breach all for free. When you visit Aura, A-U-R-A dot com slash Spike 9-11, go to Aura.com slash Spike 9-11, sign up for a 14-day free trial, plus see if you've already been part of a data breach. That's Aura.com slash Spike 9-11. Certain terms apply. See site for details. Aura, the new standard in digital safety strange name <clears throat> aura a u r a i can see your aura zuckerman <laughs> it's black <laughs> yes can you see my chakras my comments is always like an old third eye old horrible. lady comments that's a strange name why would you name it that why would you name it why are you driving up a mountain johnny just sit there and look at it why do you gotta drive it? I, you know, I kind of agree with your uh, your your Jewish mother voice there. I have no idea why I'm doing this, but well, why does anybody do anything? Because it's there. It's, Jerry, it's fun. It's like exciting. Jerry, Jerry's theory. He says it all the time, and I'm finally believing him. It's because we're all just bored. These are all time killing things. We're just looking for different ways to kill time, uh, you like know, this. Just yes, this. This definitely. And the folks listening, they're, they're, we're just all we're, right. You're nodding right now. We're all just killing time together. Um, I don't know if you guys got sent this clip of the Land Rover Defender <laughs> catching yeah. an edge on the highway yeah. and rolling. Yeah. Uh, it was wow. sent to me a thousand times. It Did you see it? About, of course. It, it rolled a thousand times. It rolled, was... I counted last night. It's nine nine or ten. It goes so oh, fast. Man. Um, there's an Instagram, and I'll post it if you guys haven't seen it. There's an Instagram um, site that I follow or whatever you say, uh, account called After the Land Rover Experience that had an exclusive that no one paid attention to. And uh, here's their post. I got to chat with the lady who was in the vehicle with her boyfriend. Holy shit, she lived? Incredible that they were able to walk away from this one. Yeah. Be safe out there. and Remember, it's not just how you drive. You have to constantly watch people around you. They went gonna, over the K-rail. I can, is to the other is that what happened? I mean, the car's in the far right lane. It goes and it seems something happened sharp left to nine o'clock it over the k-rail flying well they but the, it, yeah it looks like they were not paying attention and he tried to correct left and then just rolled the car and it rolls across five lanes of highway and over this over the k-rail over the divider. whatever that is and, and it's supposed to make you keep you from doing that keep you but they're so tall yeah and, but i mean look but it but the speed with which it happened and i only bring it up because i said i think that it would have been cool to roll a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, I saw that and I went, ah, that's not, I don't want to do that. But here's what's great though, like modern cars <clears throat> with a seatbelt and, and uh, side curtain airbags, you mm-hmm. walk away from accidents like that. That's I was sometimes, stunned. yeah, yeah. More, more often than not, more than you would in a, you know, in a, in a Packard Caribbean, that's for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I mean, did you see Caribbean. this rally, this, and I can't tell what kind of Porsche that was that was on a rally oh, through the Midwest. I, that was a 140 mile a 140 hour. mile yeah, an hour crash yeah. on a public road. I mean, you know how you identified it as a Porsche? The wheel hubs. That was it, but I can't tell you what kind. <laughs> it was but, it was a turbo. It was a 911 turbo. Yeah, it was a turbo. I, I can only know. tell by the wheel. I mean, that was the only thing left. No, it was crazy. And that, they were racing. And how how did yeah. the driver not have his seatbelt on? Because he was ejected. That's the th- you got, and how did he not have in, a, yeah, a roll bar? Wait, getting back to the Defender, though. You, <clears throat> you roll like that, Zuckerman. What happens to your brains? What level of mashed potato oh, do you get? It, it, you're... Your brain is sla- is smashing inside your skull. It's the, it, they would refer to that as coup contra coup, uh, and then you're, all sorts of stuff inside is shearing all of your neurons. Uh, you know, there's axonal shearing. There's all sorts of shearing of the connections going on in there. So wait, you're, is you, you mean your brain connected to your skull? Or no, your all the little imagine little little micro wires, little pathways that are in your brain, and those connections are being sheared by the forces of getting smacked back and forth much much like a football player or a boxer you because 
The brain is traveling, it's accelerating, it then hits the inside of the skull and it's, and it's whipping back and forth. The, your, gelatinous, your gelatinous brain is being, is being pummeled inside your skull. <laughs> that doesn't so those, sound good. So those no. people rolling... They may have survived, but most they likely, may have had, well, they could suffer a traumatic brain injury from the forces exerted. And when connections inside your brain are cut, they don't grow back. That's the problem with the brain. It's not like a bone. If you were like you being a bonehead, maybe your bones would connect. Maybe your brain inside your head being a bone, being uh, a bonehead, being a bonehead, <laughs> then it would it would heal. But no, regular brains don't heal. So this would be like scallop potatoes. You're, you're, they're it's still whipped. delicious. They're still good I working. Like, but I like how you're holding out for the metaphor. It's okay. It's whipped. Yeah. Whipped potatoes. So mashed potatoes yeah, is the worst potatoes you can have, right? Swiss cheese is bad. Swiss cheese. Holding <laughs> your brain is bad, right? Person. But if we're... So the potato scale, the best brain you have is a potato, a healthy potato, a uncooked. Baked, a, baked a baked potato. potato baked a potato. healthy baked potato. Right. That's right. I got French or a nice hunk of cheese because you don't <laughs> you don't want holes. But mashed potatoes, you're gone. You're right. You're yeah. dribbling in, in on your shirt, and you're yeah. not. You know, you're parked in front of a TV. Like That's a pot, it's like a potted plant. Your potted plant. It's a potted plant. Right. Wheel them out in the sun. Right. Wheel them back in. Yes. What is the raw potato with uh, little eyes and things growing out of it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just it. Got it. Got born bad because we have a lot of those. I was born bad. When your muffin doesn't get cooked right, curly fries. Yeah, <laughs> that should have been the name of that song. Born bad. Dun dun Yeah, and we got more. But that's real quick though. I'm shocked that was only ten times rolling because like the record still is from that Bond movie. Is that I may be wrong. I tried to count. It was going fast. I wasn't able to very speed it. But um, because the world record in the Guinness Book is 14 rolls that they they launched that that Aston Martin like off a like an explosive right ramp to get it to go 14. Um, that was crazy. You know what I love? No. I love Bob's watches. <laughs> and I'm wearing Bob's watches most of the time. I meant to wear their gold Daytona that they gave me. Do you see that gold Daytona I I've did. been wearing? Holy moly. Yes. Uh, Bob's is the most trusted destination to buy or sell 100% authentic luxury pre-owned watches. When I wear that watch, uh, I count the seconds until the person who I'm meeting with uh, comments on it. Right. Oh, yeah, that's that baller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just, it, 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 it's provocative and people open their mouths. It's one of the few watches I've worn that they've actually, people go, oh, my God, what is that? Some, some like it, some don't. Yellow gold, wow. ostentatious, but beautiful. But <clears throat> you want to get noticed, you get this watch. Sure. This yellow gold Daytona with the Paul Newman dial with the black subdials. Wow. Yeah. What a presentation. And if you're a young man of means or even an old man of means like Zuckerman and you're looking for ladies, <laughs> then, well, that would be the watch. And, I, the and watch. I'm going to tell you something. I don't think the ladies will like it, but they're going to notice you, and they're going right. to probably go, this is a success. This guy's got dough. This guy's a successful man. <laughs> this is the kind of guy that can buy <clears> that watch. He was able to do something to get that watch, so right. maybe he could be a suitable partner. Right. <clears throat> if you're a woman, you could wear it, and you're just going to attract really creepy men who are poor. <laughs> the three of us. Um... Anyway, shop vintage, contemporary pieces from Rolex, Tudor, Omega, Breitling, Cartier, Paddock, and more. Explore thousands of models available now at bobswatches.com or go to bobswatches.com slash spike and see my personal choices. I put them up there. You can buy a watch and uh, I wonder if I, I, I must make some money from that. What would that watch set you back? <clears throat> I I don't know. I I thought I remembered it being fifty, but then I think I remember going back and it was ninety. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say because a steel Daytona uh, Panda is like yeah. over fifty, so yeah, ninety Not anymore. They have uh, overnight delivery and free shipping included, but I don't know. Oh. I haven't checked prices in the last. It's a ninety thousand. You get it overnight. It's <clears throat> very kind. Excuse yes. me. Um, very kind. No, but the you know with markets collapsing right now and stock markets collapsing and and property values going down, I think cars and watches are trending down. I have I've not had a moment 
to uh, Google things and look at them. I'll probably do it tonight, you know, as we all like to do. We go on the hunt and we check prices and we see. But I've been hearing anecdotally, at least, that uh, here and there, even Zuckerman, I just got, I just got this for sticker. I just got one for sticker. Interesting. Um, and I would bet the pre-owned market is uh, returning to Earth, not collapsing, but returning to returning Earth. to Earth. Because a lot of people have given back their imaginary money in the stock market, oh, yeah. crypto money. Ah, you know, <laughs> did you see Robert market. Reich? Yes. Did you see Robert Reich? The word yes. he used. And yes, I he said it. Ponzi scheme. Ponzi scheme. A digital Ponzi scheme. Yes. Crypto. <laughs> Look at Lieberman. I, I just, a, <laughs> and I said it to you and you didn't even react to well, it. Well, I mean, a Ponzi scheme implies a there's a beneficiary pon- at the top. Yes, there, have been. there were. There quite the people a few. who created it. <laughs> They're the ones. The guys who started it. They're but, the ones but, who benefit. Yeah. How's the NFT market right now? <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's a great time to buy. <laughs> I mean, there's certain things great I, time. that when I, when I can't understand it, I tend to think it's a bad idea. It when was, you can't look, explain things to me. It was a brilliant digital Ponzi scheme. It was brilliant. It really was. You start this thing, you sell this nothing, and then you benefit from it, and then you sell it when it's at its height. It's brilliant. Okay, so but it's I can scam. just come and say, I'm going to make sand dollars a currency again. <laughs> when, they got to, when they got to squid game dollars, yes. that's what I knew for sure. This thing was done. This this goose was... I uh, mean, I would say all the little meme coins, are, you know, they were obviously silly from the beginning, but Bitcoin itself, look, if you bought a dollar's worth of Bitcoin, it's still worth $19,000. Yeah, today. After the crash, yeah. But where was it before? It got as high as 69000 If If I were to believe in any of it, I would say yes. Yeah, Ethereum Bitcoin. and Bitcoin, sure. Yeah. I don't even, maybe, I don't even know about Ethereum, but Bitcoin is... But, not but you legit. still need to turn the Bitcoin into something called real money to buy real things. Sure. For the that. most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, that's the problem. Is that you can't buy shit with it. All right, let's talk about cars. Cars. Um... The Defender uh, is almost done. Anthony Lehner at Exotic Car uh, is uh, international. What does he call his company? Exotic Car. I have no clue. Anthony Lehner. Or just Anthony Lehner. He's done Tell a great f- job. He's tracked down all the parts. Nice. Um, what was it? Was they're all going to be 18,000 again? 18, 20 grand worth. Yeah. Hey, what's the difference? Ri- <laughs> eight, I don't care. Are you getting a kickback? Huh? No. Why, why would that, you even use a word like that? I don't know. Cause <laughs> I don't even f- know what a kickback is. I don't Ooh. know, but it sounds bad. <laughs> Did I have an opportunity, aside from the fake neck brace, to make some money here? <laughs> I, I don't know how things work. You don't look so good, though. <laughs> sure you don't need a doctor? Yeah. This is what's going he's, on a personal he's injury. A li- he's a little limpy. But- he needs surgery on his brain, his throat, his brain. Um, his duodenum. As I head into the second year of my lease... I, you know, and the accident, I'm thinking about what you just drove Hell in yeah. here. That's yep. what I want to hear. You have a brand new Smart. Rivian here that I you just came in. I bought a new Rivian. And here it is. Here it's it right is. before us. You're looking at it. Very good looking. And it's Thank very, you. It's, so, it's, it's a very interesting exterior design because on the street, it looks small. In here, it looks giant. Yeah. In photographs, it's kind of in the middle. I, I'm so I'm so blown away by what they did, right? So so if you look at like a Ford F one fifty, right? A Ford F one fifty is about seven percent different than a Chevy Silverado, and it's about eight percent different than a Ram, right? They, the big three have just been following each other. Toyota's trying to play catch up. These guys found a white space. They're like, wait a second, we could take trucks back to the size they were in like the sixties. And it, it's not a small truck. It still has capability. It can tow 11,000 pounds, all that stuff. We can get a good size that's good for, you know, people that, you know, live in cities. Um, and then they just went crazy. This thing is, you know, 835 horsepower, 908 pound feet of torque. Each wheel has its own motor. So you can get rid of like differentials and all that kind of nonsense because just, you know, one motor spins one wheel. It's all computer controlled. Um, it's on air suspension. So right now I just, uh, for photos, I popped it up to 13 inches of ground clearance. It can go as high as 15. It can drop to the floor at 9.5 inches, which is still like a Subaru, you know, Outback wilderness is about nine and a half inches. I think that's like 9.8, but same thing. What is the color? It's called compass yellow. The interior is forest edge. I like to call it Dale guacamole. The color way, the yellow over green is they refer to it as spinach omelet. I'm the first, I believe, first customer to buy that color combo. Um, Did you get special treatment? The only thing special I got... Did you get moved up the list? 
The only thing special I got, I ordered this, and I got it in early enough that I, I paid. This was an eighty-five thousand dollar truck, not a hundred and five thousand dollar truck. So I was. Is got that the, where they're at now? They went up that high. They jacked the price. Now you can still. They have a new offering, which is six hundred horsepower with two motors. It only has two electric motors, not four, mm-hmm. for the original price. And that's probably fine for most people. I wanted the four motors because I did a lot of off-roading in it, and it's literally brilliant off-road. Will the rear passenger windows go all the way down? No. Yeah. No, definitely See, not. What I, what I like about the design as I'm looking at it, if the yeah. listeners are going to look at this, the side design, the way that they, they, they put a line on the lower third of the doors, mm. so, the car, so it's not so slab-sided. They yep. managed to reduce with a, with a clever molding of the side doors reduce the, the mass of the side. And actually, with the window treatment and the way it all goes, it makes it almost look sporty for something that big. <clears throat> well, what's crazy, though, is that it is sporty. Like the, So it's got air suspension, but the, the dampers are the cross-linked hydraulic dampers, the exact same supplier as uh, McLaren, the expensive McLarens. So when you drive it in anger, like it, it really handles well. You know, it's it's an incredible product. I, I, I'm, I'm, but I'm baffled at the weight. I really what wonder is the weight? what's what is, it's seventy two hundred pounds. Wow, that's a and then so like, but real quick, things. real quick, like a Ram TRX is around sixty seven, sixty eight hundred. So it's heavier, but it's also like a second quicker to sixty than the former quickest truck the world's ever seen. And that is the Ram TRX. No, the time. Oh, sorry. Uh, on these tires, three point two. These wow. are the off-road tires. If that's you get fast. the street tires, it's 3.1 with our motor trend. That's down. fast. Do you know what's going to happen out there on the roadways? What could happen? What <laughs> Carnage. It's gonna, it could be caught with that weight and that speed. But let me ask you this, though. Like, you know, it, a, a full-size, like, you know, a real full-size, like the, the, the heavy-duty diesel Rams, Fords, and Chevys that make 1,000 pound-feet of torque that weigh 9,000 pounds. Like, they're out there. They've been out there for decades they're not going this fast. No, but they're not. You know, that's just I a straight agree. acceleration. I, I agree. Yeah. Heavy trucks on the roadways are dangerous. That's why they have yeah. different rules for trucks. But this is going to be under the rules of a passenger vehicle. Uh, no, it's, it's I mean, it's a truck. It's a truck by all accounts. Like, it, you know, you don't have to crash test it. <laughs> right. It's a piece of farm equipment for tax right. reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm in love with it. My, well, I'm crazy. It is crazy. Well, gee, wait, you don't have to crash far- test it. And, and Everything G-Way. else you do, yeah. but this thing that you're going to use on the road in the well, exact this same is, way. This is why I make a lot of money, say, for example, or for those Razor uh, off-road vehicles oh, that kill yeah. people bec- and maim them. Yeah. 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 By the way, listeners, those things aren't safe. Really? Just remember. No. I mean, if you safe. want to lose an arm, they're great. Yeah, because there's no <laughs> netting. There's no barrier to keep your arm. So when it rolls over, you put your arm out or it goes out and then it gets chopped off. Yeah. That's the best <laughs> and way. And then you call me laughing. Hey. <laughs> it's got, just shocking to me. Six chopped off arms. <laughs> I'm going to get the new GT4 RS with the money. <laughs> Look at the picture of the arm over there. Cutting a palm tree. That's the PTS. Why are you laughing, Zuckerman? Yeah. I got the arm right here. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna preserve it in amber. It's serious, and you know, one of one of their instructions was to refrain from the reflex of putting your arm out <laughs> as you're rolling over, right, which yeah. is really everybody it, does it. It, it. You're gonna tell somebody instead of we uh, instead of making a safe product, refrain from your reflex. How about refrain from reflexively breathing? So, That's what you know. Remember when Leno rolled? And they, they had the video and the camera in there. Yeah. I was so impressed that he pulled his arms in, that he knew what he was like doing. Experience. Yeah, yeah. But it let, was let cool. Let me ask you a real quick question. So what's, what's the difference, though, if you lose an arm rolling in one of those versus a motorcycle where you're going to lose an arm? Let me because, ask you a question. What's more, uh, what's more valuable, losing an arm or losing a leg? That's a better question. <laughs> that is a better question. Which makes more money you're, you're for you. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's much better. They're both really good. They're big ticket items. What about That's a big ticket item also. That's a, Do you all... have a chart with what's most valuable and what's least valuable? Like toes and ears versus arms and testes and... I, there's no chart. Okay, <laughs> could, but these are things. Could you create a chart of value? Could you create, you know could you you create a chart of what's funny? Is there a formula for what's yeah, funny? Yeah, I could. I would put pants right up to the yeah, top right, of that chart. Pants the word pants. pants. It's a funny word. 
You must have some idea. I mean, an approximation. If yes, I said, of course, yeah. of course. And I see, you know, I see you, you know. For your lawyers who aren't so bright, maybe you could have the chart. You could just say, just focus on these. And then, well, maybe we could have like a Hitler moment. I'm down in the bunker Boy, screaming, Hitler. screaming at my people like, you idiots. You idiots. Don't right. you understand? A, a hand is worth more than a foot. <laughs> Two feet equals one hand. How did you work Hitler into that? I'm still confused. The bunker okay. scene. The bunker the scene. I know what that screaming. is, but we were talking about disembodied body parts. Hitler, always on the right, right in the tip of the, your tongue. It's in my third eye. It is. It's in my aura. The other day you referred to his Hitler studies. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? He's got Hitler you stuck in his chakra. You're still studying Hitler? Of course. Always, daily. Oh, don't you understand this? He's no. not really Jewish. Explain it to me. I mean, I know what happened. Don't explain that. But why the continued study all these years Spike, later? Spike, what happened? Because a serious man can't think of anything else. Or a serious Jew cannot think of anything else. You cannot think of it. And you must continue to study in hopes of learning more about the existential threat. Uh, and, and why? And, and, and what if your studies uh, taught you at this point? <laughs> <laughs> we, we're going to have to go into this in private. But it's a fascination. Why? It's like, why does he hate me so much? Why? Why? And why? And, and why? Why me? Do you, do yeah. Are you, why, looking, why are you hoping you? at one point you will find the answer? There it is. There's there, there, why. There it is. Why? That's why I found out. Well, let's talk about every plane instead of Hitler. <laughs> Every Hitler. Let's talk about every Hitler. <laughs> I'm hungry. Boy, <laughs> Hitler talks me another bagel. <laughs> that's, that's funny, Johnny. Boy, Hitler talk makes me hungry. That's why I use every plate. <laughs> Dinner is unavoidable, and it's that something we plan around almost every day when you think about the time that goes into <laughs> deciding what to eat, shopping, or why Hitler hates you. <laughs> Well, but you, we could dinner. otherwise talk about poop at dinner. Hitler, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it can really add up. Venture alternatives like takeout and delivery are convenient, but they can quickly burn a hole in your wallet. Enter every plate, America's best value meal. One of my favorite sponsors. Be nice to them. As the easiest way to eat affordably, every plate offers delicious dinners that won't break the bank. Plus, we have a discount for you that we'll get uh, to in a minute. Every plate's quality ingredients come carefully packed and pre-portioned, preventing you from buying things you end up using once and never be shoved back in the fridge. That's true. We use everything in the boxes when they come. Everything. We got an extra box the other day. Oh, extra and? box. And our friends, one of our friends had COVID to the family members. So we took the box over. They flipped out. There it was. She goes, oh, my God, I can't go to the supermarket. Here's everything. It's in every plate. Problem solved. That's uh, that's your ad, every plate. And there you guys you have every, to use. Uh, extra box by every plate. Yeah. No, we dropped it off and they called up and I said, this is one of my sponsors. What do you think? And she was like, it was awesome. Wow. It was awesome. There I didn't you have to do anything. It was all there, including the rest. And you looked like a hero. <clears throat> Um, technically, my wife looked like a well, hero, but I suggested it, and she executed it. Try go. every every plate for just one seventy nine per meal. Going to everyplate.com and entering the code SPIKE179. This is a tricky code. And I thought somewhere in the internet, in our followers, someone was creating a link. Maybe it's Will, our producer, and this listener, where all the codes are going to be on this link, and I'll put it somewhere. Get started with every plate for just $1.79 per meal. Going to everyplate.com and entering code SPIKE179. Spike179, everyplate.com. That's a $104 value just for free. And I have every plate codes for you guys if you would like the boxes delivered to your homes. Yes. I have. I'm sitting on one right now, Johnny. Do you want right. that? I, I will Would you like it. me to send it? My family's yes. uh, taken off for a little while for summer. And yeah, I'm after busy. Pikes. When I'm back from Pikes, we'll... Work in this movie. You can you pick the little you back. You pick the date on the calendar like anybody, and they they deliver it. So Love you just it. pick the date you want it to come in, and then you have it for that week. Love it. <clears throat> um, boy, there's so much more to talk about. Um, Let's talk. Well, we were right on something else, Porsche. <laughs> but here, did you uh, read about this? Porsche's plan uh, has to pay eighty million dollars to resolve fuel econ economy claims on U.S. vehicles. No, I you know not anything about this cheap. story. Volkswagen AG and its Porsche AG unit have agreed to a class action settlement worth 
at least $80 million to resolve claims that it skewed emissions and fuel economy data on half a million Porsche vehicles in the United States. What years? Uh, This settlement filed in the U.S. District Court San Francisco must be approved by a federal judge. It covers, and this is why I thought I would bring it up to our listeners here, because it covers some of them, uh, vehicles from 2005 to 2020 model year, Porsche vehicles, after owners accused the automaker of physically altering test vehicles that affected emissions and fuel economy results. Owners of eligible vehicles will receive payments of $250 to $1,100. Take that for your malfeasance, Porsche. Wow. They can't get away from doing stuff like this. Um, If you have a, a, a 2005, 2020 Porsche, somewhere in the middle there, you should check into it. You should look into it. You might have some money coming. I'm in. looking at about three of them right yeah, behind look you. Look at Zuckerman. You're gonna get. You're gonna get some cash. My God, do you know how yes. many how many Porsches I bought in that time period? Yeah, 70. we bought 70. right. Well, it doesn't say which ones that they uh, cooked the books on, but I and I happen to think that there's always some fudging. For all of the manufacturers, why Fudging. wouldn't but there Vol- be? Volkswagen seems to be unable to get, a, get out to, like, to stop doing this. It seems like it's like it's like just a corporate policy is like screw American laws. You know, it says the document showed fuel economy may have been one to two miles per gallon lower than listed on the vehicle. Oops. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't seem Oops. that bad. But if, does that's, it? Well, but if but that there, is there true, rules, you have to follow the rules. I mean, and they know this. It's not like. You know what I mean? It's not like they were surprised by this. This has been in place since the Clean Air Act, you know, since 73 or whatever. Volkswagen is also going to pay $250 to owners of Porsche vehicles with Sport Plus driving mode that exceeded emission limits when driven in that mode. Oh, well, I mean, okay, that one's a little, come on. <laughs> this may sound... <laughs> what do you and then, look, to get the money, you have to, to, you'll get your money when you complete emissions compliant repair software updates that will reduce the vehicle's emissions. So. Right, and so what happens here, and I have to tell you, $80 million is not a lot of money it's not. for one of for, these. For Porsche, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. And a lot of this money is not going to go to any end users. Well, but they're saying it is. That's what surprises no, me about it. No, it's saying that you have to do something. <clears throat> so, right. No, it month- says owners of eligible vehicles will receive payments of 250 to 1100 Once if they, they update what? the software. Once, once they update the software. How am I going to update the software on the cars that I purchased that I no longer own? Yeah, you're not eligible. Uh, so there's always tricky, there's rubs, tricky. and then these then these leftover monies where they get distributed is always another question. Ooh, crafty. Yes, crafty. Money can be sent places that it was never intended to so go. So what happens to the money then? The lawyer depends just what they write, you know, or it, it depends what's written into the settlement agreement. Where unclaimed money goes. Do you think any will go to that uh, horribly backfiring Electrify America project? Probably. That's Something what like I was that. gonna ask. You could you. use the money. <laughs> what so so I saw that Johnny, I saw that post and again oh. I was a little oh. confused of oh. not yeah, following ahead. you that as closely, but it looked like <laughs> what what is Electrify America? Is that the okay. United States decided to put a charging the, network up? No. Part of the $80 billion settlement that Volkswagen had to pay was they would establish a company uh, called Electrify America. I don't know all the details, but I know Volkswagen funded this company. Okay. And so they have chargers and they put chargers as one a mile from my house, right? And it's, you know, it's 150 you kilowatt create a whole company. Yes. And Electrify America. Yeah, but they, they really don't care about it because it's terrible. <laughs> but wait, so they did that. And yeah. would they profit from that or they just had to donate this? I don't know. Because know. it's not free, obviously. It's not Ooh, free electricity. It's, it's way expensive. It's okay, so they create this this charging station network with yes. how many charging stations? Oh, I don't know. A lot. I mean, many, 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 many across many, the many. United States. Yes. You took your new Rivian there? I did. And? First, first charge. I plugged it in, and I plugged it in four times, and it failed four times in a row. And then I got an failing, email. Failing being it wouldn't charge. It says, it, yeah, it, was a, it didn't give a, it just said char- charging canceled or something like that. And right, I actually got right. an email from them saying that for my two-second charging session, they literally emailed me this, they're not going to charge me for the two seconds that it charged. Thank you. Yeah, two seconds, seconds. So then I said, God damn it. And I had Richard with me who's like, Daddy, this is boring, you know, like over and over. 
I call and I go, look, I go, I'm already agitated. Every time I use EA, I wind up calling. I, I just, I don't know why you can't just make this work. We go through the whole thing. And, and I should say on my app, on my phone, it shows me that I have $97 in that they've taken off of a credit card that they've charged me and I have $97 in my account and it costs about 35 bucks to charge, right? So I have the money. Five, really? It's expensive if you use EA. It's like 43 cents a kilowatt hour, yeah. That's expensive. It's very expensive, yeah. It's at the grocery store, though, so you shop, you come out, and it's charged. That's the, should be the yeah, beauty. That's the premise. I mean, we're charging our Tesla for about 14 bucks a yeah, charge. At, at home, it's super cheap. No, at the, on the Tesla network. Tesla's way better. Yeah, Tesla's way better. EA's, anyhow, get on the phone with the guy. Da, 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 da. A couple weeks ago, I got a call from the bank like, oh, hey, did you did you try and buy $700 worth of sneakers? Like, yeah, no. your card was stolen. The card yeah. they were using wasn't yeah. working. So, so then they the needed like, a new card. So the guy's like, that's the problem. And I go, well, I go, you know, it's funny though. Before I called you, I tried to use my new credit card many times <laughs> right. and it wouldn't work. And doesn't he's like, work. well, let's, let's try this. Right. So then he's like, okay, I think, and of course he reboots the machine, the whole thing. And then, uh, he's, he starts in, he, and I normally wouldn't do this to the poor guy, but this, I was so pissed off. He goes, I just want to tell you, I really appreciate the way you're talking to your child. Like, I really think, oh, geez. I really think you're, you sound like a great father. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I really like the language you're using. This is, you're at a gas station. You're yeah. just charging up here. And I'm like, and this I, guy's complimenting your parenting skills well, yeah, and I instead go, of doing his job. And I go, that's great. But listen, I really wish your shit would just work, you know, so I didn't have to call you. So you'd listen to me talking to my kid for 20 minutes. And then he says, you have to admit that in this instance, it's your fault. And then I lost lost my mind. Then I was like, my fault. You have 97 of my dollars on my app that you're not paying me interest on. That's off my credit. You know, but I I went crazy. Electrify America with anger. And then, and then I get an email and then, stop charging i get another email for four seconds (laughs) they doubled it it charged for four seconds they're not going to charge me for my four second charge ea is in rage america so then 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 i I just i just backed the truck out of the spot and i'm walking in and there's a guy that had a a porsche tycon he's a doctor he comes walking out he's in his scrubs and he's like i'm like looking at him he's looking at me and you could tell i was angry he goes it just stopped charging after 10 minutes. He goes, I needed to charge. Like I got a thing on my phone. It just, just turned off for no reason. I go, yeah, they're horrible. And then as I come out of the grocery store, there's a woman there on the phone with EA with her new Polestar 2, same charger I was at, couldn't get it to work. And the guy's like telling me it's my phone. So why not go to charge point chargers and just give up on these dopes? Just because I had to go to the grocery store. I just had to go to the grocery store. Right. So, but then I got my, my home charger. I could go on for an hour here. Installed yesterday. And the electrician got there at seven. And by the time he was done at nine installing it, solid red light, contact Rivian. I'm on hold. Unusual high call volume. Electrician leaves. They get back to me. They're like, oh, we need your electrician there. I'm like, well, he's not on call. Like, you know, they installed the charger wrong. My electrician, no, installed it right because I got him to come back on his lunch hour. And he takes it apart again, and he's volt testing it, and we're, we're taking pictures of everything and sending it to Rivian. And they're like, okay, well, I guess it's a bad unit. Uh, we'll send you a new one. And I'm like, oh, hey, boy. assholes, I'm leaving on Sunday. Like, I don't, I don't want my wife to have to deal with Electrify America. You know, like... She doesn't. She can go to ChargePoint. Well, what it, kind of charger did you buy for a home charger? It, it, it was a Rivian one that they mailed oh, me. Oh. But... I think I paid for it, and I think part of the deal when I initially put the deposit down on the truck was they're going to come and install it, and then it, they just switched it to like, no, we're not going to. So I paid my electrician, and then they're like, okay, we're going to mail you a new one, and I go, great. Where do I send the bill when I have to get my electrician back to reinstall what he did properly because of your broken unit? Oh, I already boy. I paid him four fifty for that. Now, now Lieberman's hot. Oh, hot. But you're you're in the middle of what, of what we call the beta test, the electric car yes. beta test. You're the but second why person. not just get, I mean, a charge point. We, I bought a charge point charger. They put it in. Everything was fine. It's been working ever since. It, it charges Teslas. It charges any electric press car I get. You the Rivian charger will charge everything once it's working. I guess they mailed me a bad unit, but it was just, it was just the... The, 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 the way the cause, instead of like, oh my God, we're sorry this happened to you. Here's how we'll fix it. They're yeah. like, get your electrician back. And I'm like, I just paid him 450 and I verified via photographs with you on the okay, phone calm down. that he did everything calm right. Down. Oh, it was so steamed. You but should be. You have every day to be steamed. Ruined. I lost every hour of the day yesterday. Yep. 
but you still love your Rivian. The truck is perfect. The uh, everything else. No, but it's it's what we've been saying about these electric car companies, which is why you keep coming back to Tesla. They're ahead of everybody, and the rest of them are catching up. And right if now. I, and, I will, I'll, I know you hate my stories, but if I told you about the experience don't hate picking this thing up, you you'd like you'd shoot it. I don't want to hear any more complaining. Thank you. You're stressing uh, me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my week <laughs> has been all problems. And yeah, now well, I just want to chill. Yeah, it's a great chill. truck. So why we make truck. money, Ferris, and we basically solve problems i'm in a, i'm in a zuckerman pattern right now zuckerman and i talk to each other at the end of the day and at the end of the week yesterday we were both like i go i can't think straight and he goes yeah welcome to my world <laughs> i'm, goes, going, I'm going home to eat eight. what did you get thai food yeah and watch it and watch tv and that's all i could do too I that's all i do anyway couldn't work yeah i got i got nothing death instinct me. the mezrin story the Jacques Mezrin story, the French gangster. Is it True good? story. Fantastic. Let yeah. me do uh, collecting cars here. Crime. Collectingcars.com. Our friends, uh, Chris Harris, Ed Lovett, have some great cars live for bids right now. You've got uh, an 88 Autocraft MK4 Cobra. Pull up some collecting cars right now on your phone here. This is last week's copy. Maybe there's some good stuff on there right now. I'm on uh, it. See what you can find. Um let me see what else they put up here. Oh, yeah, they put, again, this uh, 1985 Renault 5 Turbo 2 Series 8221 Group B homologation special. An amazing uh, car. That's pretty cool. But they have such great stuff every day. Well, there's another uh, 81 Audi UR Quattro. Ur Quattro. Ur. For only 40,000 British pounds. All kinds of Porsches. Oh, yeah, look at that. Wow, that's like Zuckerman's car. That's amazing. Yellow and white and red on top. Lots of delicious Porsches. Sadly, that Zuckerman's car is way better than that. Um, different type of car. Uh, Two, uh, 2004 Ariel Adam. Look at this. 550 now we're just Marinello. A 1990 Golf GTI MK2. Wow, Caterham. They've got so much cool stuff at collectingcars.com. Look at Ferrari uh, toolkit with a little attache. Just go there, collectingcars.com. I don't even have to give you, just go there, light up a cigar, and look at some cool stuff, and uh, maybe even buy some. Ooh, 65 Mercury Monterey Marauder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For right? no money, for 10,000 pounds. Yeah, like, I'm telling you, now is the uh, moment to st- maybe dive in and buy some cars. I get a feeling. Wait that, a month. <laughs> yeah, well, wait a month. Well, where where's the Dow at? Like, where did it close? Oh, 29. It went that. under 30. It's, yeah. it's bad, yeah. And when that happens... Sometimes people dive into assets, but I get the feeling right now everybody's sitting tight. Like I said a few months back, the everything bubble is going to pop. I I don't believe it's going to crash. I think everybody's coming back to earth. Crypto just came back to earth. A lot of companies we know about just came back. Everybody thinks coming back. The car market was overheated. The watch market was overheated. And that's what happens. uh, And that's an opportunity soon. Uh, even C.J. Wilson, of all people, posted uh, some meme, and it was like, yeah, maybe $3.4 million for a digital painting of a monkey was an indication that stuff was off the rails. C.J. Wilson, our friend, yeah. who was... Uh, he, he, he's Mr. CJ. Hello, C.J. Hey. Big he's, proponent of he's cryptocurrency. Got, he, was, he likes uh, the Bitcoin. He's putting it on an Instagram story all the time. and uh, How much money he was making. None of us knew what he was talking about, but he's got uh, Porsche in Fresno. And uh, he's a great asset of ours. Yeah, uh, he I send. I sent, uh, He gets great stuff uh, because he's CJ. He used to pitch for the Angels. Yeah, yeah. And I just sent one of my neighbors up there. She happened to uh, be looking at a car all the way down in Brentwood at one of his cars, and uh, CJ took care of her. So we there's, did a podcast. There's a free plug for CJ. Yeah. We did a podcast with him on Bill's porch years ago. Uh, <laughs> you know, he was a pitcher for the Angels for the Texas Rangers, and I said, "Could you take that muffin and throw it about 200 feet and hit that lady in the head?" And he, he looked, and he, he goes, looked, yeah. and he goes, oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Finger on the pulse, sucker. Yes. Finger on the pulse. I was just talking to him about my kid, to my kids about him, because he has that great moment that you hear about where he was playing baseball as a kid, and his coach said to him, he took him aside, he said, this isn't your game. This isn't uh, what you're meant to do. And he went home that summer and bought a book on pitching and the psychology of pitching and preparing yourself mentally for pitching. And when he came back in the fall, he was CJ Wilson. He didn't uh, walk away. 
Isn't that an amazing story? I love I those love stories. Story. It, it was it was somebody who had said something about, oh, this coach knows. He can tell right away if these kids are going to do great in college. And I went, let me tell you a story about a guy named C.J. Wilson. Do you and have the coach to have, that said that to him, and then he was in the World Series. Do you have to have that moment to be of course. special? No. Well, he explained there maybe were, he, he explained did. that there were some there's some athletes, for example, he called them the surfers. Like they just made everything look easy. It just came yeah, naturally yeah, yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But, but I had most, that. I mean, I had that moment as a writer, but it didn't drive me. I mean, I I don't know. I was already on this path, and I was a bartender, and I went, oh, I'm going to be a writer, and I'm going to write on that show, and I don't even know how I'm going to do it. And my uh, a friend of mine just said, you don't even know how to type, right? <laughs> and it, it didn't, and he was right. And I go, I know, it doesn't make sense, but I still went and did it. But but it sounds like with the CJ story, it did motivate him. It did make, it got him mad, I and he did go home. I think there's inflection points. I, as, a, as a very new lawyer, I was kind of phoning it in and I was on the precipice of messing up a case and an older lawyer looked at me very sternly and said, so come in, this is malpractice. You need to learn to think with more intensity. And it really hit home that I needed to up my game considerably if I really wanted to do this. Was this when you sent the fish to Costco? (laughs) (laughs) Was it that move? No, but that was, not only was I going to, I had to back up my, I had to back up. Can you tell that story? How's that? told it. His first class, have you told the story of the fish? You have, I I guess. I have. Yeah, you have told it. Yes, I've told it, but that was it. But I needed to back up my, bravado and aggressiveness with real lawyering. It is the first act of Zuckerman's style of a lawyer. When the, a lady gets there, it's a guy, gets a wormy yeah. fish, and Zuckerman decides to send the fish right to the lawyer at Costco, worms and all. <laughs> That's Zuckerman's was, lawyering style. Hey, and very quickly got a settlement. Yeah. Right? Very quickly got a settlement. I mean, just just would would uh, the reason I asked that question was, you know, when I I got I I worked at Edmonds for four and a half days, and that's a, another story. But at the interview for it, I remember they were like, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? Which is a question I hate. And I said, well, you know, I'd like to be like a known person in this industry, kind of like a Dan Neal or a Jamie Kitman. And the two guys interviewing me fucking laughed at me. They looked at <laughs> they looked at each other. And we still laugh at you. <laughs> 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 but they fucking laughed at me and I remember I remember I was like these mothers I'm gonna show them I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know like I'm gonna show them and the People narrator know says my but Johnny never did show them I think I did They're show still them laughing. he drove off the edge at Pike's Peak <laughs> beard aflame and yeah. ended his career okay. so come in and thanks for the support glasses. thanks for the support here's guys. one to Johnny thank here's you one to Johnny <laughs> that's right and then hired Reggie that's to replace him. <laughs> Something they had done before the race had even begun. Reggie was great last week, by the yeah. way. It was so much Good. fun having here. Yeah, he's We're great. adopting him into the uh, Spikes Car Radio I, group. I love it. I yeah. love it. And he likes being here. And meanwhile, he was asking Bill Clinton questions. Did you see that? Bill on Clinton. His? Yeah. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Was on, Cor- was on Cordon. Oh, I didn't and, see that. And, oh, he was and, in my neighborhood, too, and, and, I learned And last Reggie night. had the opportunity to ask questions. And he asked a very good question. Well put. Astute. What was did he fantastic. ask about aliens? Aliens. <laughs> but wait, wait. But, but when Obama was on, wait, wait, when Obama was on, you know what he asked Hold him on. about? You, well put, dude. Really good question about what aliens? And then yeah, and then about Area Fifty One, and when you became president. Basically, yeah. the premise was built when you became president. I love president. what they expect. Yeah, the president. Well, let me just tell you now what's going on. But when Obama was on, what did he say? Reggie asked him about aliens. He asked well, him the same question. Well, yes, and then and then that's Clinton funny. Says that's comedy. Though. Clinton, but Clinton basically said. He was serious that when he became president, he wanted to know what the hell was in Area 51. <laughs> right. And he sent Sandy yeah, Berger, Sandy Berger. Yeah, yeah. over there to check it out. And? and, see, and well, he wouldn't say what he they found. He couldn't say what he found, but he, he didn't seem to think there was. So was there a moment? I haven't seen the clip. Was there a, a moment? Oh, yeah. Where he a, just went, there was something there? No. He didn't say there was something there, but it's a great but, little but, interview. But Corden asked him, and then he grabbed Corden's hand and said, like, if I told you that, you'd, you'd, you'd be killed or something. Ah, uh, that's yeah. the classic yeah. president but joke. Yeah. It was, it, Bill's still so affable, and it was a great moment between the three of them. He was, remember I said there was somebody going up the street, I thought it was Biden, but apparently he was over hanging over with uh, the vice president, right in the hood. Mm. You got the gang right there, and people are still breaking into my trucks. <laughs> <laughs> every day and I told you what security said right it's just your house it's just you 
I said, it must be going on a lot in the street, right? He goes, nope, it's just you, actually. And no lie, he said that. Just because you have that turnaround? No, I, I don't know. I don't, don't it's because I'm not locking my car because I'm an idiot. Oh, I got to lock my car. I don't I looked at I looked out the window this morning and I left it unlocked again. I don't leave anything in it, but I'm, I, I got to learn how to lock my car. The corporate line of his security companies is just you because if they say oh, it's all right. through the neighborhood, right. why are we paying you then? Right, so they right, just right. blame you. It's nah, your fault. Like, I got a great relationship with these guys. They sure. tell me they tell me everything that's going on. That the most interesting sure. fun thing that goes on in the neighborhood is the neighborhood wife circuit of uh, like child kidnapping or what? the or the home invasion. You hear these stories. A lot of the moms on the west side there they, they, they read something and these little wives' tales get passed along. Uh, so uh, uh. there was a moment where I had two of Erica's friends and our friends in the driveway. And they said, did you hear about the kid getting kidnapped? The, the human traffickers, they're trying to take our kids oh, and they brother. tattoo them and they blah, 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 they blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they take them down and that's the end. They tell them that worthy. And I'm like, oh my God. And I was horrified at this. What street? And they had the street down. And I called up my security team. They go, uh, and the guy just went, oh God. He goes, this story has been traveling on the west side of LA for 10 years. He goes, let me guess. It's Napoli, right? I go, yeah. He goes, what, 10 years ago, because I called, he, these are all former LAPD. He goes, yeah. I called the guy, 10 years ago, a construction worker in a van almost hit a kid on a skateboard and the kid went, fuck you. And the guy came out of the van and tried to beat him up. <laughs> it was 10 years ago. They had an argument in a van over a skateboard and it turned into this story. That refuses to die. And, and there was another one. It was like, there was a huge home invasion last night. That's what was going on down the end of the street. You call them up and they go, they go don't listen to these people. It was, a, it was an Uber driver arguing with a passenger that right. don't even live in the neighborhood. Right. And, and, and the police came by and just said, move along. Okay. But so tr- I've got that turned idea. into a home invasion. Truth just doesn't even matter. So it, then these like, guys must know who's up to hanky panky. Oh, definitely. And then. Oh, definitely. You know, get- no, you know who really does? I'll tell you who really does in my hood, the UPS guys and the mailmen. They they know everything. So let's get them to feed They're us good. the information. What are you, John Ashcroft? <laughs> well, we're gonna get we can we can get a little thing going here. No, Johnny, uh, we, can, I, we can keep things quiet for you. <laughs> Follow me. Yeah, but I mean, my UPS guy said once he goes, "Oh God, you know, you know, I love I love this. I love coming by and saying hi. You're so nice." And I said, "Well, what is, what does that mean? Are people mean to you?" And then he started chit chatting. He started telling me some stories. I'm like, oh, "Really? Uh, hmm." And it's not. It's also the maids. There's some good maid stories going uh, on. Every the maids know everything. They know they everything. Know and they're this sounds a like a world. TV show. The maids know it all. It would the be a maids show. know all. They really do. West Side maids. And there are people in my neighborhood that have like dog walkers, and they're in the house, and they talk, and they so the dog walkers all get together at ten and walk the dogs together, and they all talk about the hanky panky. Are they? They're oh. all snooping. There's a lot of most snooping. of the real hanky panky is going on in the Palisades in oh, that yeah. neighborhood. Sure, my sure. Uh, business partner John used to live in, right? I can that, see that. That's that isolated. A high level of trust fund families and, you know, from brands that you all know and, you know, Hunting- no jobs. Huntington Palisades, hanky-panky. No jobs, lots of money, yeah. lots of alcohol. Yeah. Drugs, and lots of drugs. why? Why is the light going on in the backyard at four in the morning in the pool? And oh my God, they're naked together. Uh, and oh my God, isn't he famous? Yes. And isn't that so and so's wife? That sounds Good fun. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now let's monetize good. it. Yes. <laughs> but no, but yeah. like you know the whole thing with how people are getting followed home and getting their watches and cars stolen and everything. Yeah, they that deserve happens. it. So my my buddy in uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, is like, you know, I put a picture of a watch up. He's like, "How could you even do that? You're advertising." And I go, eh, "Come on, it's like two, it happened to two guys. <laughs> it happened to two guys." Yeah. And then he's like, "You know, LA's a hellhole." So I just like is Google. It? I Google like <laughs> compared to Florida. I Google murder stats. Jacksonville is three times <laughs> yeah, the homicide rate of LA. It's, it's completely like, fake. It's a tenth the population. There is You're, such a big fake crime uh, crime narrative going on in Los Angeles right now, and it is totally fake. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I know you're going, oh. Well, someone open up your car door that's been happening for 30 years in every major city i live in <laughs> right and right. and they stole a paper clip 
the, the majority of our time is sitting in beautiful sunshine, playing right. tennis, right. walking around, leaving right. your doors unlocked, and right. nothing right. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today is going to be a gorgeous day. Like it every is. day is a gorgeous day, and this crime narrative is being sold to you is a lie. Yeah, but you can look up the stats, and it still it, it still look. didn't bother. He's like, no, that's bullshit. And I'm like, okay, okay, there yeah. You go. What's enjoy, really happened? Enjoy Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's real life, and then there's media interpretation of real life. Yeah, and they're two very, very different. Yeah, things, it really, it really it. is true. That's the end of our show. Okay. Um, congratulations on your Rivian, Johnny. Thank you. The Beautiful. race is. Will we talk to you before the race? No. <laughs> that's no, it. I leave, Let's say I goodbye leave for real. Yeah. Well, goodbye. yeah. Goodbye. It's been it's it's been all right. You. Yeah. It's been nice. No, you like Zuckerman more than me. Uh, like a, a skosh. You know? I have raised a lot of money for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. He he helped though. That head of his. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's no, true. Well, we wish you uh, we wish you the best. Thanks. And Godspeed. Thanks. Zuckerman, do you want to say anything? Do or die. It's all the same <laughs> to us. I, lo- I like how you said, though, like, you know, if you do die, there's some money in it. Yeah. <laughs> how is any of this going to be recorded? Can we watch yeah. any of it? Yes. I paid uh, $1,500 to have some helicopters follow me around the mountain. And um, there's going to be a live broadcast. So Mobile One uh, on their Facebook page of all places, they will be live broadcasting the entire race. I think they have like 10 cameras set up. Um, I have a couple GoPros, I believe. So we can watch it. You can watch it live, I think, is uh, is Mobile One's Facebook page. Mobile One, Mobile One. Facebook page. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday June, 26, June 26th. Yeah. At what time? I'm going to say uh, it starts at like 6 a.m. Pacific time, 7 a.m. Mountain time, but it might be an hour after that. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Incredible. I, I don't know for sure. There it is. Yeah. We wish you luck and maybe we'll see you next time on Spike's car radio. Or Joey. Reggie will just be here permanently or we'll have Reggie <laughs> sit in and we'll pretend to be sad that you're gone. <laughs> Goodbye everybody. Thanks for listening to Spike's car radio brought to you by hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.